player of this game, the one who interprets everything and has too much lighting on him, Leon. <laughs> and so we're going to continue off where we last left off, if you guys remember correctly. Just a quick recap. We, you know, Talti, his lover, Marcia, died for whatever reason. Um, we don't really... Talti doesn't really know that yet. It could have been a suicide capsule or it could have been Senator Vermogen activated something in her brain that just, you know, just nixed her in the butt. And then what ended up hap what ended up happening was Talti was escaping and got chased by a bounty hunter. And then he met with somebody, was able to make a connection to get him off of the, you know, get him some back onto the port so he can escape off the planet. But it came with a price of helping out what was questionable questionable cargo and we're gonna find out what that questionable cargo is on this episode because now tall t is on his way to go drop that off because that was the deal if he helped this gentleman this questionable gentleman <laughs> he would got get off the planet back to the port and get back in, into his ship and the uh, orange one is what I think we decided was the name of his little his little starship that he's got. So it's got a cargo. We've now determined that it has a cargo, and he's carrying some of that questionable cargo to uh, to a location. So we're gonna always begin the scene with a roll of our dice, which we're always going to now use because it's so cool. Is we're gonna use this dice that i got from midnight fury designs yeah that's right i'm gonna keep plugging them because they're awesome deal with it <laughs> and so the first thing we want to do is we want to roll the d10 to determine if the scene is altered or uh, altered or interrupted and we i have determined just wanted to check to make sure this mic was on because I've been a full one. So I got a brand new microphone, by the way, an Audio-Technica uh, 20, at 2020. And I have a little pop filter here, but it, also it, but it covers up the blue light to let me know if it's unmuted or muted. And sometimes I've been made a full of yesterday. So as always, we're going to roll this for the scene. Is it altered? Is it interrupted? So we were going to determine that Talti is already on his way to this location, which we have yet to determine. As always, we're going to randomly determine what the location is. It is an asteroid belt. Is it? Is it a moon? Is it a star base? You know, is it a space station? Whatever. We're going to determine that with a roll of a dice at some point. But for now, is the scene altered or interrupted? Talti is on his way to this location to drop off this cargo, and. By the way, I have determined that the chaos factor had went up because even though Talti made it out okay and, and it worked in his favor, there was still a lot of chaos that en ended up happening against him that he had no control over. One, Marcia died. Two, there's this bounty hunter, which we're pretty certain that bounty hunter is going to release information about Talti that's not very favorable. So I decided the chaos factor went back up to five. Oh, I'm sorry, not five. Six. I forgot to put in my notes from the last game. I will do that later. I <laughs> I need to be, need to be better about that. All right. So first things first, we're gonna roll on the chaos factor. So it is a six. So we're rolling. No dice camera. So you're gonna have to trust me. I rolled a four. The scene is interrupted. 
<laughs> the scene is interrupted for tall tea. Now we have to figure out the event focus, so give me a moment while I bring this up here on my PDF files for the Mythic GM 2nd Edition. So let's grab our percentile dice and roll on that. What is the random event focus? 44 NPC negative. NPC negative. What? I dropped my dice. It's actually how I lost one of my D10s from Midnight Fury Design. I even don't know where I ended up, but it rolled back there somewhere in the studio, and I just, for the life of me, I cannot find it behind. I don't... It just disappeared into into the ethos. It's gone until I move out of this house, and then it's it was, it was on the floor the entire time. All right. NPC negative. What is the nature of that? Let's roll on it. So NPC negative means you want to shift the focus of your adventure onto an NPC right now, maybe to develop new storylines in your adventure. All right, let's do it. So let's get a little bit more meaning on that table. Now, let's see, we can do description or we can do action. Let's just go with action. Rolling the percentile dice, 82. Separate. We... Have to do one more thing, which I forgot to do, but we're going to do it after this, okay? So, separate. 27. Environment. Separate environment. And now we also need to roll to see who is being focused on in terms of our, uh, our characters. So, let's roll a d6 on which table? 5. There's only one name on there. And it happens to be Ritzo. Ritzos. NPC negative separate environment. Separate environment. So here's what happens. The character focus is Ritzo. Separate environment. NPC negative. Ritzo. I mean, Ritzo. He ended up getting found. Discovered by the bounty hunter the unnamed bounty hunter the unnamed bounty hunter and that unnamed bounty hunter found Ritzo and and is going to separate him from his environment that's what's going to happen so Ritzo is going about his questionable and I'm going to probably use that word a lot today that's the only adjective I can think of I don't have my thesaurus with me his questionable business and his uh, routine, if you will. And he's just minding his own business. He's doing his thing. Yeah, All of a sudden, there's a kick through his door. Just a loud bang. And there stands that bounty hunter, that unnamed bounty hunter that we have not given a name to. And he's like, he freaked, he jumps back. Oh, who are you? You have made things more difficult and challenging for me. Are you familiar with a person named Sven by any chance? You know him as Sven. I know him by his real name, Talti. Ritzo, he like thinks, he's like, Talti? Talti, why do I know that name? Why do I know this name, Talti? Oh no, oh no. Oh no! <laughs> he looks up at this unnamed bounty hunter and goes, Oh yes, 
Oh, yes, indeed. You have made things way more difficult for me. You have put a challenge on me, and now you are going to now help me track down Sven. And Ritzel's sitting there, and he's thinking, Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, he's got this cargo. He's got this cargo. He's bringing all of this to himself, and he's got my cargo. He's got a... He's got my contraband, and he's taking it somewhere, and I needed to go there. Oh, no, 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 no. Ritzel looks at the bounty hunter, and he goes, I don't know. Is there any way that I can help you? And before he even says anything, the bounty hunter immediately grab, grabs him by, by his shirt, pulls him forward, gives him a nice little good deck in the face. Ritzel takes a hit off it. He just takes a hit. And... He's dragging Rizzo out, and Moretti immediately puts him into binds so that he cannot go anywhere. And what he ends up actually doing is slapping right onto his neck a little device. And Rizzo's like, "What was? What did you? What did? What did you do to me?" I did a little extra security. Is what I did because you're not gonna go anywhere. You're going to help me locate your Sven. Now where? Did he go? And you're going to show me the way is what you're going to do. Because you made it a challenge. And that means you're going to help. You, you dig? Ritz is like, no, I dig. I dig. I dig. I'll help you out. I barely even know the guy. I, I, I barely even know the guy. I, I'll help you out. Is there anything in it for me? Yeah, your life. That's what's in it for you. So why don't you freaking help me out? Okay, yeah, okay, sure, for sure, buddy. I got, I got you. I got you. Well, where are we going? We're going on my ship is where we're going, obviously. Where did Sven go? And it cuts to them on his ship. And on his ship, they have, they've taken off and started making their way towards Tall T. Now, we can determine right now what is the length of time since Rizzo got him on him being tall T onto the spaceport so he can get off uh, from with it and make his way off the ship with the contraband that they taken up there. And so we can determine that with a D6 and we can determine that with based off of hours. How many hours has it been that he took him over to that spaceport uh, that Ritza helped out tall T? Six hour difference. Is what I rolled. We rolled a six-hour difference, which means Talti has already got that much of a distance between him and the bounty hunter, which means the bounty hunter, knowing this information, gets his clearance to take off and immediately starts booking it down through the like through the trade routes, just zooming past everybody. I'm gonna give him a pilot check. He's obviously someone that's piloted, but uh, pilot. His ship before very adept to it, so we're gonna give him a target of six to hit. Is that how? We, yeah. Let me double check that in terms of targets, because I gotta start naming targets before I roll the dice. I just roll the dice and go, here's the target. Okay, and so I have to stop doing that. And six is a relatively simple task. It's almost to the point I shouldn't even have to roll these dice, but. I want to see what will happen for this bounty hunter. So we're going to roll a d6, target 6. And 
And like I said, he's adept to it. He rolled a five. So if he's adept to it, that's a I'm gonna have to say that's a plus two. So yeah, he immediately was able to go right into gear, put the sh he puts his ship into gear, and he just starts moving left, right, dodging all these all these merchants and all these merchant ships, all these other starships that are on their way to different destinations. And he's just going past Bob and Rizzo's like, oh my goodness, what ah, he's just being shaken about like, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> and that is what happening. And so with a pilot check and with a seven, essentially he, he rolls, he's making good time and he's he's gonna make pretty good time. And so we're just gonna have to see. We now go to back to our scene where Talty is making his way and he's flying. Now I kinda wanna give him let's give him a pilot check. In a little bit, and I'm gonna since he's only what's his character she'd say on terms of his uh pilot. I think I gave him a level zero, so he takes no penalty on his rolls for that. Totally fine. I do want to give him a check of let's say, let me look over here. Let's give him a check of a significant challenge to a competent professional that they'd still succeed at more often than not. So that means that's a that's a target of eight. So he has to beat an eight. And because I did give him the sort of the jack of all trades, I get to roll three dice and take it's kind of it's it's essentially the advantage mechanic in Dungeons and Dragons fifth edition. You roll two D20s, you take the higher result. Sort of the same deal. You roll three dice, you roll three D6, and then you take the high you take the higher choice. So you roll two fives and a three, you take the two fives, essentially. That's where that's what's happening. Okay, so Tall T is flying his ship. He has this contraband. Now, I do want to ask the question, uh, does he decide to scan the contraband to see what he has brought with him? Because he's not making a really good job of making a good name for himself at this point. So he's kind of like, do I want to take the chance and be ignorant, or do I really want to know what's in that contraband so I can do something about it? For I did escape off the ship, and yes, I did make a deal, and I am a person that always keeps to his deals. So he scans the contraband. I'm going to call that a very likely situation on a chaos factor of five, or sorry, chaos factor of six. Roll the 74. Does he check the contraband on a... Very likely. With that, it is a yes. It is not a just a yes. On a very likely Chaos Factor 6, you got to roll between a 1785 and roll the 74. Yes, he checks the contraband. What is the nature of this contraband? And I think that is a job for, let's see, which table should we look at? So we're going to roll on the descriptions table to describe what that contraband is so rolling our percentile 55 would be a incur another random event if it wasn't for the fact that it's just for descriptions usually that's for those are for the questions to the fate chart yes joyfully is the first one joyfully now let's get our second description how are you guys doing today Leave me a comment in below to let me know how you're doing today. 11. Cold. Joyfully cold. Okay. 
So joyfully cold, what could that possibly be? So I thought about it and I went ahead and decided let's let's just throw it. <laughs> so this is what it is. Rizzo for once in his scheming, skivvy, greasy life as uh, you know, whatever he is, drug dealer, just a very questionable individual. For once, he's doing something kind of nice. He has inside the inside the box or inside the cargo containment <laughs> is a machine that produces snow to make a little theme park <laughs> for, for race. So, Talti, uh, this Ritzel person is questionable at best, and I don't want to keep sullying my name. So he pulls out a tool and he scans. He reads it and he goes, It's a device. It's a machine of some kind. But what does it do? It creates snow? It makes snow? But why would it do that? If it must be for a planet or something. He checks the coordinates of where he's going and he sees that he is going to a small planet that's on the way back to where he needs to go for ascension. And as he's deviating off into these other trade routes, he is seeing that he's going to this one small planet that's known for being fairly close to not yeah very fairly close to the sun as it as it seems and he's in this substream as he's going through to make his way there and it is fairly close to the sun so it is a hot planet it is arid one can say it's an arid planet so it's very dry sand it's coarse and it gets and it just gets everywhere and that's where he's making his way to and he just kind of Tulsi just puts the math together in his head and he Maybe he's in this planet as he reads on his t on his pad that where he's going is it's an arid planet. It's a, it's essentially just a desert planet where I'm going to. I guess Ritzo wants to create a little snowfall for these people for once, so they're 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 cool. That's strangely noble, strangely noble. And Talty makes his way to that location where he gets the same thing in communication comes in asking hey what are you doing here Talty says i'm here uh, to deliver uh some material to uh to this planet i am a friend of and he reads and he looks at the pad and it's another name that's not Rizzo's name obviously i'm here on uh waffle joy company the security that's vetting him looks looks through it. Talty rolled a ten, and he's like, "Yeah, yeah, for sure. That yeah, you you are you are expected to be here. You're supposed to meet with uh, Joe Haas. Joe Haas, oh, absolutely. And he gets the clearance to land his ship." He finds out the direction where Joe Haas is and is able to, hey, here's the here's the machine for you. 
and Joe Haas is like, Ha! Huh, praise! I really appreciate you coming here. It's deadly hot is what it is. <laughs> Have you not seen the planet? It's quite sandy. I don't know if you notice about sand, but it's coarse and it just gets everywhere. I, I'm, I'm absolutely aware of that, Joe Haas. Th uh, thank you. I... Oh, what are you going to do with this machine? What are we going to do with this machine? I'll tell you what we're going to do. And he has his team come out. They set the whole thing up. They're following the, they put it, to, they assemble it. It takes about, you know, roughly a couple hours or so to put it all to, put it all together. And all of a sudden they start, you know, as it's supposed to do, starts shooting out snow into the air, almost kind of like shields the sun a little bit. And the, the snow starts to kind of, gets a little nice little dimmer and the snow starts to fall down and all the families are coming out just having a grand oh look at them they're having a grand old time is what they're having hey what's your name i forgot to catch your name there lad oh it's uh very simple it's it's my name is sven oh sven it's a pleasure to meet you yeah appreciate it. you want to play in the snow i would joe haas I, I very much would uh unfortunately i do have other engagements to get back to but i do i'm very happy to meet your acquaintance and he's like oh yeah and he shakes his hand just rigorously shaking his hand that did not look right on camera and i apologize <laughs> and he's like yes okay all right it's very nice to meet you joe Haas. it very much was not a guy you'll have a good one please don't ever be a stranger on our planet a fair plan. It's a relatively small little wee planet, but you know, we make do. We make do. Yeah, you have your last pot. Bang! He's like, slaps his back. Taunty goes, oh. Thank you. He's a little jarred. Thank you. Yes, no problem. You have a good one, eh? I'm having way too much fun with that accent. And Taunty makes his return back to his ship. Now we have to ask the question, as you can see what I'm doing here. A couple hours to assemble a thing, make it go off. He got distracted. How likely is it that that bounty hunter caught up? Now, we never gave Talti a pilot check. And the grand scheme of things, it didn't matter at all. Because as far as Talti was concerned, he already checked the thing. He was already on his way. He already made his, made his escape. He just had to make this detour, which there's no way he could have been tracked, right? Like one would assume. One would assume. How likely, what is the probability of this unnamed bounty hunter with Ritzo with a pilot check of a seven? Did he make good time? We're going to call that 50 50. So 50 50, chaos factor six is a three. I rolled a three. It's a yes and. It's a yes and. Oh my god, it's a yes and. <laughs> Sorry. So it's a yes and. Yes. Not only did he catch up, he landed on the planet and was able to see everything that Talti did and was able to... That's... I mean, I try to say... Yes, he landed and he's confronting Talti right there. Talti is looking dead at the person straight out of... He immediately tenses up and he knows it's the same person from before that was chasing me. And the unnamed bounty hunter looks at him and is like, it looks like we meet again. Sven. 
that's where the scene has to end and we're going to pick up right there once again thanks so much for tuning in and thanks for this is the second video episode of the podcast are you guys loving it me in my do-rag wearing my dbz shirt got my dragon ball do-rag all day let me know in the comments if you guys are really enjoying the video podcast getting to see my pretty mug and while i'm just doing this show <laughs> so tune in next time to another episode of the lone roller i am leon please check out my blog stillfoxes.home.blog i am posting uh new chapters of the book that i'm currently writing it's only going to stop to a certain point unfor uh, unfortunately because I, I can't give you the whole book i need to sell the thing eventually and of course things that i'm doing on my blog and then follow me on twitter alternative zen and then on instagram underscore alternative zen thanks so much for stopping by